Welcome to the podcast from the Temple. I'm Rabbi Peter Berg. And I'm Rabbi Lauren Filson Lapidus. This episode is brought to you by the Temple, Atlanta's oldest and youngest synagogue. Good afternoon, Rabbi Berg. Hello. I, I do like Howard Stern. Hello, hello. Oh my gosh, Howard Stern. Well, um, were you listening to Howard Stern today? <laughs> that, 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 that's Do you want to uh, own up to that on air? That's how uh, Gary Delabate, Baba Booey starts with hello, hello. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh my gosh. You know, it's funny. I was actually going to ask you, I, I thought we should start our episode by talking about um, uh, what other podcasts we're listening to. Because of course, you know, this is the best one, but surely there are others out there. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to imagine there's one better than this, but but you're right. They're, they're I, I feel like I can muster that imagination. <laughs> so, so uh, all right, you go first. Well, all right. So I, I have a few um, that I don't think fully disclose my political leanings that I'm willing to share on air. So my favorite favorite is Unorthodox. It was the first podcast, really, that I started listening to. I agree. It is so funny and um, highly entertaining. And then um, I've started listening to Smartless. And this is actually kind of an inspiration. I would like for you and me to be able to um, make fun of each other as, as kindly as they do. Okay, I mean, we do that offline, so we might as well do it online. <laughs> What's funny is their whole setup is that one of them picks a guest and surprises the other two. So I'm tempted that at least one of these weeks, um, we're each going to bring a surprise guest and just see what happens because um, then they end up like on Wikipedia. It's, it's funny. It's irreverent, but, um, like I'm going to like dig up your college roommate or something. Good luck. I've lost yeah. touch with them. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a clue though. They were all named Kristen. Okay. Um, Narrows it down a little, a, a little, a little. Kristen, <laughs> they were all named Kristen and they were all chemical engineers. What are the odds of that? All right. But now you're narrowing it down. I'm going to go to work. Well, you know, good luck with that. So, um, so those are are some of the ones that I'm I'm particularly listening to, and Adam Grant's uh, work life podcast, which then tells me how to, you know, be my best self at work. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah, well, I still go back to the first one. I mean, this American Life. I don't know if it really is the first, but I could listen to that voice all day long. But the the one that I'm having fun with because I you know I decided I go back and forth between wanting to learn, like, you know, I've got this 20 minutes in the car on the way to work and on the way home. And sometimes I'm in the mood to like learn something, uh, but sometimes I just want pure fun. So um, I'm loving this podcast with, uh, from, from, from the office. Uh, I don't even know their, their real, their real names, but Pam and Angela, <laughs> and they just go through and they talk about life. They go through each episode one at a time. And I, I am rolling on the floor laughing. And what I love about it though, is you can, it's like they became best friends and you can, you can hear the friendship in their voices and it's just spectacular. So if you could be any character in the office, like if, if, you, if you were to go through and say like, okay, I'm this person and you're this person. Um, yeah, well. Uh, you're not Michael Scott. Yeah, I do not want to be Michael Scott. Um, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess everybody would want to be Jim. <laughs> Every male would want to be Jim. At least. I'm wondering if this makes me Angela. I am a little bit of a rule follower, but I think I'm nicer. Yeah, but you're not a cat person. 
It's true. I mean, <laughs> the real question, the enduring question is who on the staff is Dwight Schrute? Okay. <laughs> and we are not answering that question. Right? No, we'll let our listeners answer for us. Yes. It's funny, actually. Um, I was once describing like the structure of our synagogue and someone's like, can you like put it in terms of the West Wing? And I was like, yes, okay. Well, if Peter is Bartlett yeah. and Mark is Leo, I was like, so then I'm, I guess, Josh or maybe CJ. I would love to be CJ. Yeah. And then, you know, it just kind of goes from there. <laughs> I, I would take a little bit of CJ's grit any day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you're certainly tall. That would yeah. help. Oh my gosh. Well, it's fun to laugh because the news is anything but funny. It is, and 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 I'm so glad we got to start that way because it's been a look. It has been a long couple of days. Um, yeah, we're recording this just for frame of reference in the first week of August, and we have just had to go back to mandatory masking in the building, regardless of vaccination status. And we really, you know, three weeks ago, we were vaccinated and love, you know, living life and loving it. And you and I were recording this in person. We were, and we're not now. And, you know, we're back. It's, we've gone so far backwards there. You know, I think there's a, there's a little bit of good news, which is uh, some countries have already are starting to cycle out of the Delta variant, you know, uh, that, which is good. And there, there are, you know, people who said they would never get vaccinated, some of them are actually getting vaccinated, not enough. And, you know, I'm at the point in my life where I want to say, uh, stop being so selfish. Uh, well, what if, what if people really don't want to have a microchip inside of them that are right, divided right. into them? We, we told, so our kids actually asked, and they're still too young to be vaccinated. And they were saying, you know, when are we going to get our, our vaccine? And we said, well, you know, jury's still out. Science is still working on it. And they said, well, have all the grownups gotten a vaccine? And we said, no. And they said, why wouldn't someone get a vaccine? <laughs> Micah said, because some people think there's a microchip in it. And right. so goes, that's ridiculous. Right, <laughs> right, of course. You figured it out. I mean, I understand that there were a lot of people who were nervous at first about safety, but um, there are 160 million people ahead of them yeah. who I have gotten a vaccine. I heard on the news on the way today that, you know, all these hospitals, they're saying they're, you know, they don't have enough room for beds again, and there are people lined up in the hallways, and uh, 90%, more than 90% of them are unvaccinated, and they're in critical condition, and there's not a single person in any of these hospitals right now who is there because they got the vaccine. They're all yeah. there because they're unvaccinated, and they got COVID. And, you know, we, we all saw that story of the, the person who sent the text, you know, his last text was, I wish I got the vaccine. I mean, this is crazy. I know it's scary stuff. And so first and foremost, if you are listening, I don't know how much of our listenership is not vaccinated, but you should get it um, because it is a lot safer than COVID. Although it's interesting because the Jewish community overall has a pretty high vaccination rate, at least particularly when we look at reform, conservative, unaffiliated community yeah, in the, way in the high 90s so we you know we know that most of our people are, are vaccinated by by leaps and bounds uh, you know hard pressed to name you know almost anyone that you know in, in, the, in my inner circle or the, that's not vaccinated mm -hmm. but um, uh, you know part of why you know I said it was fun to laugh for a few minutes at the beginning is because it's been a it's been a long week of us here at the temple trying to figure out what do we do now 
And, uh, you know, it's hard when you had those five or so weeks of uh, going back to restaurants and, um, and, and now, you know, knowing, you know, you, you could get sick again from, you know, at least, you know, not very, very sick, but sick and mm -hmm. could give it to other people. So you st we still have to be careful. So we did, you know, go back to some, some protective measures, including wearing masks, but not, you know, this is short term. So one of the challenges, science aside, is the emotional just exhaustion of feeling like we are still in it and, and no matter what, it just still keeps coming back. I'm sure I'm not the only one who spent a lot of time talking to people who are really just yeah. really struggling that, that, wait, we're still doing this. We're still um, at this high of a risk. We're at this, still, this high of transmission. And, you know, I feel like as Jews, we are equipped for that kind of wandering in the wilderness. That doesn't necessarily make it easier, but I, I feel like this is just the COVID version of a story we've had before. Yeah, I mean, our, our whole history is surviving a crisis, learning from it, and, and becoming better because of it. And, and I don't think this is any different. Yeah. Uh, there's a real fatigue, I think, among, um, I know I feel it right now, just as my kids are going back to school and we were getting ready to, we thought, okay, well, surely the kids will be vaccinated in time for us to go and visit the family in California, maybe at Thanksgiving or winter break, and we were going to buy the tickets. And then we thought, you know what, we better wait and see. And now we don't know exactly when the vaccines are going to come out and we don't know exactly what the Delta variant is going to look like. And then you bring in flu. And so it's just kind of this, oh my gosh, we are really going to close in on two years without seeing some of that family. And, and for type A people like us, I think it's fair to say, uh, <laughs> right. um, you know, who are used to planning, 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 you know, it, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm learning a lesson, like, because at, at, at some point you, you can't plan because you literally don't know what tomorrow is. I mean, we were, we had planned the high holy days for X and it's going to be Y. And um, the same thing for everything. And I, so maybe, maybe it's good. Maybe I'm becoming less type A because I can't, I just can't plan everything anymore. It, that's a very, very true. And I do think um, what I come back to, although it is, I'm, I'm just fatigued of the whole situation is the creativity. Yeah. You know, we talked about the creative process and, the, you know, I had, really leaned in the first year about onto, wow, we can do all these cool things. We can look at holidays in new ways. But now we're at the point, okay, that was fun. I'd really like to be in the synagogue and I'd really like to be able to see things in a more familiar way. But on the positive, we are doing Rosh Hashanah family services at the zoo. So that way they can be outside. And yeah. as we're going to say to the kids, like how fun that COVID helped us realize we could do Rosh Hashanah at the zoo. I mean, yeah. silver linings. Yeah. What advice would you give to our listeners um, and to ourselves about just, oh, we're back to this again? Yeah. Um, um, you know, I think it's the, the advice that, that uh, is, is uh, credited to one of the kings of Israel and lifted by President Abraham Lincoln. And the topic of my first sermon 13 years ago when we were in a huge financial crisis and it's it's simple and there's a lot of truth to it 
this too will pass. And uh, if Lincoln can say it, and if uh, uh, you know the great kings of Israel could say it, um, we could say it about 2021, I guess 2019, 20, and 21. Uh, but uh, this is not forever. And if, if we really stop and think about what we as a people have endured in the past, the Crusades, uh, you know, the Holocaust, this is, uh, we can get through this. And, uh, you know, it's, it's to do what we've been doing, to take a deep breath and to uh, uh, make sure we put health and safety first and, and, and to live our lives. Um, uh, and, you know, I, I, I also say all the time, you know, it's the new normal, the new normal, but you can either resist it or you can embrace it. And, and uh, you know, I've tried really hard to embrace it. And I don't just mean the new normal that this, there's a medical crisis, which there is, but, but that it's forcing us to learn things and do things differently. Mm -hmm. And, and it, they, these things are inevitable. So, you know, I never wanted to be one of those rabbis who just resisted. Um, I mean, you wouldn't know that based on my uh, technology abilities. <laughs> but I, I, you know, I never wanted to be one of those rabbis who just said, no, 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 this is wrong. It's not like that. And there's always a newer generation and with, and with new ideas. And it's the same with the, the world today. It's very comforting. I would agree with all of that. I think I, uh, you know, I'm still in this, this tough spot as so many people are with the unvaccinated kids where it's just um, that worry about, okay, how do I keep them safe given the realities of our lives and our job? And then add to it that unlike the first time this all started to unfold, we can't just hide them away in our homes. Uh, we have to figure out how to how to minimize our risk and and continue to do certain things and um, and when we there were things about the pandemic that taught us what really matters yeah you know? and I'm trying to remember that okay we might now be coming to another high holy days where it's unclear how we can gather and you know. I had had big high hopes for Sukkot. Now I have to just hope that being outside will be enough. Um, but to also remember that it gives us a time to continue to really focus on family and to not allow ourselves to get distracted into running around to a gazillion places. And so I'm trying to, I'm trying to hold on to the silver linings, those mixed blessings, things like that. But it's also, you know, I remember early on when we thought there was going to be this point where it would be over enough that we would celebrate a return, you know? And yeah. we're just not fully there yet. We did a welcome back kind of thing, but we're not totally there yet. Yeah, I think there'll be a, lots of welcome backs in lots of different ways. And, and it's like a birthday that never ends. <laughs> yeah, we can't plan it. Um, well, but, you know, um, and, and I think, you know, to some extent, people also don't want, you know, they're not going to want to talk about it forever and ever and ever, but it's, it's the topic now because it's come back. But, you know, I think people are going to tire of talking about it pretty soon. We still have to do our thing and wear our masks and whatever, but, you know, they want, they want to talk about 
whatever it is, Israel or, or uh, podcasts, podcasts or Netflix or whatever. And I think we're going to have a whole generation shaped by this. You know, I think about when I was young, going and visiting my dad's family and they lived in Youngstown, Ohio, and they had a basement that was stocked to the hilt of like canned food and jars of stuff. And, and I mean, it, you could, you could um, open a grocery store with everything that was down there. And I remember asking my parents, like, why is all this stuff down there? And they said, well, they grew up in the depression. Like you were, you know, there was, they were shaped by a certain mentality of how uh, that the world is not predictable and stable in every situation. And so I wonder, you know, my generation was heavily influenced by 2008. And so now here we are, um, and we're gonna again be shaped significantly by, by these events and perhaps in some ways for the better, but um, plenty of work to do as a community. Um, I feel like we should end on something uplifting. Have yeah, you, I want I want to tell you something. <laughs> I want to tell you something cool I did today, which um, uh, we we haven't been able to speak today. So I'm just going to tell you as if I was talking to you, even though we're doing a, a radio show. Um, so I, so I, I know you couldn't go this morning, um, but I went to this breakfast sponsored by uh, the Temple and the American Jewish Committee and the ADL and the and and the Israeli Consulate. Um, and it was a celebration of the Abraham Accords. And it was, it was amazing. There were, um, you know, some young adults, 20s, 30s, um, from Bahrain, from the United Arab Emirates. There was an Israeli, there was uh, an Arab Israeli, and every single one of them talked about uh, uh, what this peace treaty has done for them at every level, like, uh, personally that they're now friends and they would have never met each other like these people on a panel would have never had a chance to meet each other you know if, if we didn't normalize these relationships and now everybody wants in on it all the countries in the middle east are seeing how good it is to have normalized peace relations with israel it's just amazing i mean i it was like oh cool everybody would have loved it it was like it was for everybody no politics, no, just, just pure, like, um, kumbaya, like, <laughs> it was. Oh, you mean that in a good way, though? <laughs> yeah, like, like, uh, it was, it, um, it, it actually brought tears to my eyes to, to see these young adults who grew up despising each other or not knowing each other and have such close friends. They're doing like a world tour. Uh, it was awesome. So cool. Yeah, it's so cool. And and yes, kumbaya in the in the best of senses that yeah. they could be together. And um, hopefully, it's something. I think there is a there was a community version of it, but um, you know, a lot of it was planned in person before Delta variant happened. So hopefully, we'll get to do it again in a way that everybody can. Yeah, have. I want to bring it here. I took all their cards and I said, one day we've got to do this at the temple because, you know everybody will love it it doesn't matter where you sit politically religiously like this is a feel good <laughs> love it i love yeah. it well that seems like a very happy note to end our our conversation today as a reminder to our listeners we really want to do a high holy day themed episode but we need more of your questions because if we just answer our own questions they might not actually be the ones you wanted to hear us talk about so send them to podcast at the hyphen temple.org you can help shape the podcast 
And stay tuned because you never know when Rabbi Lapidus's two Christian roommates might just appear on our show. <laughs> All right, everyone, take good care. And thank you for joining us for another episode of The Podcast from The Temple. Where we inspire lives. And transform our world.